Hello, you are listening to Talking Out of Slot, the podcast about having fun with toy cars. And it's the big one. It's the final of the 2024 World Cup of Slot. After a number of matches I can't think of in my head at the moment, but there were 16 teams whittled down to just two. So I think it was 14 matches so far, and this is the 15th, that the way it works, um, that we've got Slotted Polycar versus Skeletric as a match-up to see which one is the best. And as with all the other matches, it's just about what Nick and I think. Um, there's no empirical measurement. There's no scientific method. It's pure, unadulterated, biased opinion. So, with that... But it's Nick, also right. Well, undoubtedly, because it's... you. Well, it, if if we don't agree, though, then that would mean one of us <laughs> is wrong, and that's a difficult yeah. one. Um, and that's worth mentioning, actually. If we don't agree after several minutes of discussion. We then go to penalties in the finest football tradition. Uh, and penalties, in this case, are going to be uh, a toss of the coin. Uh, do you have the coin? Uh, no, uh, I don't think I do. Uh, yeah, I have an coin. An coin. An coin okay. will do. Coin. Um, but I don't think it's going to come to this shiny two euro piece. For this special occasion, oh, political, um, political I'm, moment. I'm going to, you know, adopt <laughs> Mr. Ecclestone's approach to resolving conflict. Is that you know we we go away and we have a little chat. Can I remind you? We, we decide we, we don't have any lawyers. But just before you say what you're saying, we don't have any lawyers. <laughs> we go away and we have a little chat, and then we decide that I was right all along. <laughs> Which is true, actually. Um, okay, so uh, anyway, if we do fail to reach a conclusion, we will have penalty kick out, which will be best of five, I think, since it's the final. Uh, and so it'll be you know, tosses of the coin, and whoever gets to three Can first... You're angling for a, for a penalty shootout here no, already. I'm just, I'm just covering... I'm just, <laughs> just so the listeners know, should we get to that position, then we'll um, you know, we know what's to come. We're not just making it up on the spot. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. So, um... Let's get into it then. So it's Slotted Polycar versus Skeletrix, Italy versus Great Britain, Modernity versus Tradition, perhaps, maybe a way of putting it. Off China versus food. Vietnam, in terms of your manufacturing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's another angle, yeah. What can we say? Um, where do we start, Scott? Where do we start? Okay, Obviously. I'll start. <laughs> Don't you go. Well, I was going to say Skeletrix sort of the founding father of the hobby in terms of popularising it. Yes, there were electric racing systems in the 30s. Tim Birkin designed one, the Le Mans winner, um, before his sad demise. Fantastic, fantastic Nick Garton trivia. This is <laughs> People should tune in just for the, the, the motorsport history trivia. Fantastic. I didn't know that Birkin had done that. Anyway, carry on. Uh, he's, uh, not the, he's not in the final. Well, exactly. He was he was morted before he uh, managed to sell his product. Mm. So um, it's uh, over to over to Margate um, with Chas and Dave playing in the background. I do sincerely hope. Um, and Margate, you can keep your Costa Brava and all of that. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, they they've been doing it. They've been doing it for what seventy plus years now. Um, they introduced both of us, most of us, to the hobby, whether it was the 
British version, the French version, the Spanish version, um, whether it was your knockoff Russian ones that were around for a while. A Mexican as well. Mexican ones. Oh, yeah. You see, they're everywhere. Um, but we're really talking about today, aren't we? Hmm. And what the product range is and what they do and the cut of their jib in general. <laughs> And how, and how do you view the cut off the chip? <laughs> A lot better than it was. <laughs> um, in as much as we are seeing fewer and fewer um, full detail interiors, which, you know, as Colin Chapman would always say, is just there for the ride, um, does nothing to enhance them as a slot car, but the market that scale electric is trying to f- plow is um sailing metaphors sailing <laughs> farming we'll throw them all in left right and center <laughs> hither and yon um yeah so they have gone from being pure slot cars uh which do nothing else and can be nothing else because if you look back at the 70s stuff and some of the 80s stuff it's not actually going to look good on a shelf whereas certainly since the uh cadillac lmp car game changer for scale electric 22 years ago um followed by the mg ex8 the cars were suddenly shelf quality models as well as being slot cars and they plowed that furrow um for quite a long time and produced what were effectively static cars motorized with big magnets in to keep them on the track that culture has fortunately gone um we're seeing more tray interiors we're seeing more inline cars we're seeing more tractable cars we're not yet seeing the end of sort of a a preoccupation with how they look on the shelf the anticipation that a lot of people buy them and never put them on the track the expectation that even more people buy them and never tinker with them they just slap take them out of the box put them on the track scale electric zone track and off they go um which for those of us who are in the hobby and have a broader interest in slot cars and running them is frustrating um same frustration exists with Carrera. That's the the biggest downside of both brands for me is their insistence on big wheels, fixed front axles, nav guides. Because it doesn't matter if you've got a magnet in. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, carry on. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my powder dry on all, <laughs> <laughs> on all this. Um, yeah, I mean the range is fabulous in terms of what's out there. Nobody else does Australian cars. Nobody keeps that much of an eye on america apart from perhaps carrera um <clears throat> so all the world's markets are covered by what they sell pretty much maybe not to everyone's satisfaction but you're never going to be to everyone's satisfaction but the thing is there are holdens there are ford falcons there are interesting bits and pieces for everyone around the world to find in the catalog and there are also tv cars and um police cars and emergency vehicles and, and what else you know just just they, they they run the gamut of four-wheeled and more than four-wheeled stuff um and the track system is there it's always reliable um frustratingly sometimes but it's always reliable um 
and they've got all the buildings and, and everything else that you need to do a home setup. You can run clubs with scale electric stuff. It's all there. You, you can do it all. Okay, so before we hand the trophy to because <laughs> that's what that sounds like. I I I think the the one thing I'd pick you up on, I think when you talk about and this is a general point, many of those uh, listening may disagree with me, but we probably represent, and I'm guessing here, less than ten percent of the buyers of Skeletric product. So uh, I, we, as in the people like you described, the people who like running the cars, racing the cars, all that sort of thing. There are most people buy them to play with them, and that's fine. Some people buy them to put them on a shelf, and that's fine. And I would also say, and I think I've this is kind of the where I've evolved probably most into is I just like running them round. So there's it's more it's not it's not model real we like in the sense of the going slowly whatever. But yeah, I just I like I like watching the car go round. I'm not that interested in whether it's absolutely the fastest it can be or beating someone else. Occasionally I do races as you know. Um and it's fun and it's exciting. So you use something else, you know, you just you get another car. But the actual sort of joy out of a slot car, Skeletric can give you a lot of that. And you've mentioned all the other stuff. I think leading to, you know, to look at the opposition, as it were, uh, so having sung the praises of um, Skeletric, pretty much all of what you've just said could be said of Slotted Polycar as well. Um, yep. I would say the track system is better. I think it's... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, with the caveat that I haven't yet tried a scale auto track system, so I, I don't know, but I think the Polycar track system is the best there is now. Let it go, Scott. They went out in the first round. Let it go. <laughs> I'm just covered. I genuinely haven't tried it, so I mean, you know, maybe. Um, so they're new. So the track system's new, and it's had the benefit of learning from all of everybody else's uh, mistakes and trials, and that's fine. That's called development and engineering. Um, I think the the set, the starter set, is every bit as good. There is only one, uh, but you know, you can get some track, you get some fast, reliable, robust cars. You get an adjustable. Uh, voltage transformer, which I think is absolutely crucial, not just for people new to the hobby, but for people <clears throat> it allows you to to you know balance speed against um, everything else. There's only one set with cars, but there are also the starter sets without cars, and I like that confidence. We can have a two lane or a four lane, and it's like yeah, put your own cars on, it's fine, and I like that. Hmm. Well, I think matter people... what brand, put them on. Yeah. I think for people who've got it's recognition that a lot of people probably in that 10% have already got lots of cars. You know, whereas you know, if, if Skeletric <clears> were to offer a set with no cars in it, the high street retailers would go, what? <laughs> what? You mad? Different markets, you know, different markets. Mm. Um, uh, slotted, I'm, I'm lumping Slotted Polycar together because I think there's, you know, it would be difficult to separate them in a way. Um, the detail on the cars is you know, I think you could put many, if not all, of the cars on a shelf. It would be an acceptable uh, static model. Wheels maybe not quite the right size, but maybe the only thing wrong. Um, and certainly they go very well when you put them on track. But interestingly, we saw in some of the comments, and thank you for everybody who's been commenting. It's it's been it's been nice to see, and it's good fun. Uh, I know some of you disagree heartily with what we're doing, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, but some people are saying they've bought a slot it and you know it's, they think they're rubbish. It didn't run properly. Uh, and in fact, I think you've you've 
was it you said you didn't you something no, it wasn't you someone said you haven't done that and um which i found remarkable because every time i've taken one out of the box it's been fine <clears> so. i find it remarkable also it, history has shown that if you go on a forum slot forum perhaps um where maurizio is a habitual visitor um this is maurizio ferrari the company founder he will replace anything um at cost if you say oh, my chassis was bent usually there's a message up there a few days later going i've just had a new chassis um so there is that uh, yeah i guess i think it's a, it's a small company that's very in touch with the its customer base you know maurizio they sponsor events they turn up at events but then so do the guys from Scalectric. you know they were at they, they were in the, the slot festival in may uh, bringing lots of nice new cars for us to see and touch. You know, we, we, we were, they weren't behind glass. We were everybody, members of the public, were allowed to just come up and pick them up. So, which was a, a newish thing for them, and I think that was to be applauded. Um, so we're already sort of thirteen minutes in, and yep. so there's been there's been gentle probing of defences and outlining of tactics, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're trying to pick the sort of we're trying to pick between lemons and bicycles really aren't we in some sense but what uh where are you who do you think i think <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> it comes down to on a lot of things price so for example um a scale electric car standard issue release is now 53.99 or 50.99 and um a slot it is £58. And for me, that's sort of unbeatable, really. If that's your RRP, and you can normally get deals which are better than RRP from our retailers, um, particularly the online ones, it's really hard to justify. <laughs> okay, I buy probably more scale electric cars than I do uh, slot it's because of the subject matter or because I want to repaint them to be something else. Um, but in terms of the, the product that you get, um, as a slot racer, you can't really argue against slot it, I don't think. Not when you look at 70, 80, 85 pounds for the NSRs, scale autos, avant slots. And then you look at the fit and finish of a, a, a slot it, um, and like, yep, okay, I hear that people have had problems. Never had one myself. Um, and that includes 60 Porsche 956 and 962s, <laughs> um, all of which come out of the box, go on the track with the magnet out, and they're, they're smooth. Yeah, tyres are questionable sometimes. Some of the compounds uh, are lesser than others um, out of the box, but that's part of the slotted experience is that um, you mix and match your tyres to suit what you do. Um, or you don't, and you just have them, as most of my Porsches are, sitting on a shelf waiting for the rainy day to happen when, you know, you do a little 60-car <laughs> Porsche run, a mini mini Rennsport reunion, which is fine. Yes, that's, um, exactly, that's the kind of thing I would love to do, yes. Bring them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, apart from that, the the, the, the range is broad. Um, yeah, the, the hubs don't look entirely right on some of them some of the group c cars particularly but they're euro standard which means that they're relatively cost efficient to swap tires to the compound that you want 
Um, <clears throat> all the parts are interchangeable. You can change your gear ratios, no problem. No knurled axles to deal with. Urgh. Scale electric. Um, uh, the colours are almost always spot on. They haven't forever been spot on. The first Kuros Sauber was a very odd blue compared to the real thing, but the second release was much better. Um, Maurizio sees these things, takes note of them, and acts immediately, whereas Scale Street isn't in that position. Um, I'm sure that they would love to be, certainly the brand manager, I think, would love to be in a position to sort of go, no, that's it's this colour. Um, but as it is, colours plague his sleep, and I feel for him. Um, <laughs> I think, well, to be fair, I think they don't... They uh, they don't get the chance to do it again. I mean, I think that's because of the big runs that they make things, relatively big runs. Yeah. They, they they make one. They make a, they make a car, and that's in a livery, and that's it. You know, then they'll do another livery. I I can't think that they've in recent years they've revisited the same livery on a on a on a car, uh, and therefore they haven't really got the chance to to change it or to update it or. Um, there's no, you know, the mechanics are the mechanics. There's no kind of, well, I mean, again, slot it, you'll hear them saying, we're bringing out, did, was it, you know these better than I do, was it the Maserati that they've changed the, no, the Nissan. So they've changed the chassis to make the ride height a little bit better. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what the You're cost You're talking about was. GT3s, aren't you? Um, I was, no. <laughs> I think it was, in which case... <laughs> The point being that there's an, exist, there's an existing model which could have could have been better. So when they brought out the next livery, they changed. The, they didn't just put another livery on it; they changed the chassis. So. Well, there are always changes. <clears throat> it could be a little thing in the chassis. It could be a slight weight reduction here or there. But there's never been the same um, release of, of a like a, a slotted Porsche nine five six or nine six two. Yes, it's one of the very first moulds, and yes, there are usually some in each year's catalogue, but they all change. Like, if people come to the club and say, which is the best slot it to buy, it's the most recent issue because there's a chamfer here or there's a couple of grams saved there, um, and stuff gets done. Um, which, obviously, when you are aiming for that section of the market, that's something which helps your appeal. Doing little upgrades just means that, okay maybe this one will be a bit quicker than my last one. And we race slot it as a class. And so, you know, or race slot it against the other premium brands. And um, it just sort of helps keep that edge and keeps that interest in the marketplace where a scale electric doesn't have to do that. Um, it's not aiming at that, at that segment. And as you say, only 10% of scale electric cars are sold to people with that interest. I mean, that was a guess number. I don't know. I mean, we'll find... Oops, sorry, hit the mic there. We'll find out. I think we're going to try and... Um, we're going to try and delve into the, some more of the detail of that in a, in a future show. So, we're now at nearly 20 minutes, which is twice as long as the, as all the previous matches this, to show the weight and the seriousness. It is the, the final. It is, it is the, the final. final. It's, it's, you know, the, the great... So, I... Would you want to declare first... Time. Do you want to declare first or shall I declare first? What do you want, what do you want to do? No, you go for it, Scott. You go for it. Okay, uh, I think it's quite close actually, and I think it's a very honourable second place for the for the people who don't win. But I think it, because of uh, well, because of everything we've just talked about for the last twenty minutes, so we we'll recap it. I think it's got to be slotted Polycar. I agree, hundred percent. There you go. So 
coin of doom the, the coin can of go doom away. Can go, <laughs> which is probably just as well because that would have been unfortunate. So, um, commiserations to Skeletric and our friends down in Mikey. Um, I see friends in the generic sense, obviously. None of, so there's no there's no uh, there's no backroom. What's it going on here? Um, and also uh, congratulations to Slotted Polycar and. Uh, we see Maurizio and Maurizio because there's, there's, there's two of them who are uh, the, the heads of that company, but obviously Maurizio Ferrari is the one we probably see most out at events. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, winners of the 2024 World Cup of Slot. Literally tens of people. They'll be dancing on the streets of Italy tonight. Yeah. Now, I'd like to see... Uh, it reaches off camera to say... I'd like to see um, that... Uh, this is the trophy uh, that, we'll, <laughs> that we'll be sending. You'd like to say that's the trophy. I'd like to say that's the trophy, trophy, but it's not. Uh, what trophy is it? It is the trophy for Brands Hatch Indy Round 26 of the British Touring Car Championship, November 15th, 2020. <laughs> um, eBay? Uh, no, no I, I was given it, by the way. <laughs> I beg your pardon. I was given it. It's signed by the winning. Where's the camera? It's signed by the winning driver. So nice. there you go. I had two actually, uh, but I very generously donated the other one to a former work colleague who was more excited about it than I was. Anyway, um, do you, that's too big to post, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> so that won't be winging its way to Italy. Sorry about that. Um, we'll try and think of something that we can send them to commemorate this. Historic first win in the World Cup of Slot. Um, and before we go, anything any anything you want to say before we wrap up? No, thank you for sticking with us. I apologise to the colonies that I'm not interested in Canam. And um, yeah, just thanks thanks for doing it. Thanks for staying with us and come back again when we're just bumbling and we'll muttering just... and talking about whatever's been released well, this week. Indeed. Right, it's been fun. Hope you enjoyed watching and listening. I look forward to the comments. Honestly, I do. Um, and <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I will. Uh, we'll join you again soon. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.